kind of ironic that the biggest thing I thought I was going to hate about owning a Tesla has somehow turned out to be like one of my favorite parts about owning a Tesla. And it's specific to living in Florida because I don't know what the situation's like uh, in other states. But here in Florida, charging your Tesla if you don't have a home charger, you're going to be spending a lot of time at Wawa. Uh, what's up? It's Gino. Welcome to another edition of Tales of a Tesla in Tampa. If you haven't yet, check out our blog, Tales of a Tesla in Tampa.wordpress.com. Uh, also, we're on Facebook. Just search for Tales of a Tesla in Tampa in Facebook groups, uh, which, by the way, has one member at the moment. That's me. <laughs> so join me if you would, if you're on Facebook and you own a Tesla here in the Tampa area. Uh, if you do, chances are you've spent time waiting for your car to charge while you're at Wawa. And, you know, after driving an old-fashioned vehicle all my life where, you know, if you want to fill up, it's going to take you maybe three or four minutes, I thought these 20-minute charging sessions waiting for 20 minutes for your car to charge uh, were going to be a big pain in the ass. And to be honest with you, it hasn't been a thing. In fact, it's so not been a thing that it's become almost my favorite part of owning a Tesla is it gives you forced me time, which sounds kind of lame, but you don't realize really how much you need it until you actually have forced me time. Um, you know, if you're new to the Tesla world, it takes, uh, if you want to charge to a hundred percent in your battery and you're at about you know, 20% now, it's going to take you upwards of an hour to get to a hundred percent. Uh, the way the Tesla batteries charge is uh, to get to about 80% charge, it goes fast. And then what happens is once you hit 80% uh, to protect your battery, the chargers go slower and slower and slower until they get to 100%. So that said, you can usually charge to about 80%, uh, no matter where your battery is, within 10 to 20 minutes. It's just if you have to really you know, charge to 100% or it takes a long time. But 20 minutes, I've found, is the average, 15 to 20 minutes for my Wawa Tesla charging um, weights. And uh, it's just kind of perfect, that time frame. If you're hungry, just open up the Wawa app on your phone and customize the sandwich you want. I like the Italian hoagie they have at Wawa. Put all the peppers on there, the uh, little bit of that garlic aioli. Um, I love Wawa subs. I always have, long before I owned a Tesla. So that's been one of the things I really love to do at Tesla is just grab a quick bite to eat while the car is charging. I'm recharging. I even have, and I don't know if I'm going to keep this. I bought a lot of Tesla accessories. Like I think a lot of people do when they first get their car. Uh, I bought this tray that, you, that attaches to your steering wheel. So you have like a tray in front of you while you eat. Um, it was like 20 bucks and it's kind of hokey now that I've, you know, had it for a while. I don't know if I'm going to keep it. I might return it, but, uh, it's one of the accessories. I'm still kind of deciding on whether or not I want to keep it or not. But uh, the, having the hoagie at Wawa is definitely a big thing. Plus the coffee selections. Coffee, I'm not a big coffee drinker, but Wawa's got great coffee. They've got the iced coffee options. They've got uh, Christmas cookie coffee that's really awesome I just had last week. Lots of other snacks too. But one thing I always read about the Wawa superchargers in other states, I always see a lot of people complaining that they have to wait to get a stall. Um, that's only happened to me once, but it was in Orlando and it wasn't a Wawa. There was a shopping mall near the Orlando airport, uh, that I wanted to charge up at before I flew out. And, uh, I think I had to wait two minutes, but I mean, it was an extremely busy mall 
that I was pulling into. Uh, here in the Tampa area, I've now used the Wawa, the one near the casino right across from the Hard Rock. I've used extensively the one in Clearwater off Highway 19, and I've used extensively the one in Pinellas Park uh, on Gandhi Boulevard, and I've never had to wait for a stall. They've been busy. I've been, I mean, there have been times when I've seen them all being used just for a minute or two, but it seems like there's always one or two stalls at least open. Sometimes only half of them are being used, but um, for convenience and reliability, it's really that Tesla supercharger network that made the decision for me to just go with a Tesla. I mean, there wasn't really much thought. I did look at other electric vehicles. I looked at the Ionic, I think it's called. Uh, there are a couple that were attractive, but I don't know, man, given the price drops that Tesla's put on these M Model 3s and the Model Y, really there wasn't much comparing and contrasting with other electric vehicles, mostly because of the Tesla supercharger network. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with how car chargers work, uh, most normal electric cars, normal, most other electric cars that aren't Tesla, they have a certain kind of connection. Tesla has its own unique connections, almost like how iPhones have the lightning port for years, where it's just exclusive to the iPhone. That's the way Tesla is with you know their proprietary charging port. Um, apparently, the car dealerships are all starting to merge now, and they are going to kind of stick to the, the standard, but at least up until this point, the Tesla chargers are used by just Tesla vehicles. Um, but they're unlike the generic, I guess what you would call the Android chargers for the non-Tesla cars. They're so unreliable. I have a whole section on my blog now of just different EV station tests around Tampa Bay that I'm going to uh, keep updated and maintained. Um, it's been like a 50-50 crapshoot in terms of do the charging stations work when it comes to those stations that charge non-Tesla cars. Um, I found many that work. I found many that just are dead, haven't worked for months, according to reviews that I've read online. Uh, but when it comes to the Tesla superchargers, they've all worked. They're efficient. The stations are kept clean and well-maintained. Um, Tesla's just got it down, man. The Tesla supercharger network, to me, renders the competition dead at the start. Uh, if you want to do a road trip, you know, in your Tesla app, say if I want to go down to Miami for the weekend, I did this. You just punch in the address you're going to, and Tesla will plot out the most efficient route for you to take in terms of how many times you should stop to charge. Usually you have to start like once if you've got a full charge at the, on the start of your trip, probably two charges if you haven't. And it'll tell you, like I said, it takes a long time to get from 80% to 100%. So if you're going from Tampa to Miami, it'll tell you probably to stop somewhere down near Fort Myers and charge for 10 minutes then get back on the road, even though you're not fully charged, and stop at that little uh, Tesla supercharger that's in the middle of the uh, Alligator Alley Highway that goes to Miami. Uh, like at that Indian reservation, there's a Tesla supercharger network, which worked fine. I was kind of wondering, it's like, man, this is kind of remote. Is this going to work? Worked fine. Uh, they'll probably have you charged there for 10 minutes. So it really only add like 20 or 30 minutes to your trip, which you're probably going to stop anyway. I mean, you got to go to the bathroom at some point. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man, I'm... I'm such a fan, as you can tell from these first few episodes of this podcast, uh, mostly due to this Tesla supercharging network. That's what made Tesla ownership and electric vehicle ownership possible for me since I don't have a home charging option. And uh, specifically, the Tesla superchargers at the Wawa locations here in Tampa Bay, all have been fantastic. I haven't had a bad experience yet, so knock on wood, hopefully. Uh, 
that streak continues. Thanks for checking this episode of Tales of a Tesla in Tampa. If you haven't already, please go check out the blog, talesofatesla.wordpress.com. Uh, no, talesofatesla.wordpress.com. Uh, you'll have this podcast to subscribe to. Thank you if you've uh, already done so. I'm still trying to figure out how to get this onto the Apple podcast player. I've submitted it. It hasn't apparently kicked in yet with Apple. So if you're listening to this, I'm, chances are you're finding this on the Podbean network or something. I'm looking to expand to the other different podcast platforms once I kind of figure this out. I've only done podcasting for my radio show, which is hosted by our company, but uh, this one is kind of an independent deal. So I'm still kind of learning the ropes of the podcast process. Uh, and please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the uh, Facebook page as well. Go to the Facebook group, uh, Tales of a Tesla in Tampa on Facebook groups. And if you are thinking about buying your first Tesla, do it. Any questions about the process, hit me up. You got my email address, G-E-N-O at myq105.com. Uh, mentioned you heard the uh, podcast or saw the blog, and uh, I'll happily answer any questions you have because I'm kind of, you know, only two months into this process myself, so I've learned a lot in these first two months. 99% um, positive, but I'll, I'll be honest with you. If there are things that uh, are a concern to you about owning a Tesla, hit me up. I'll let you know if it's a valid concern or not. And if you would, by the way, if you do go the full distance and actually buy your Tesla, I would really appreciate it if you use my referral link. You'll appreciate it too because you'll get free supercharging right now for six months. And you'll also get three months of a trial of that full self-driving feature, which I still have right now, which is awesome, uh, despite what you see in the news. <laughs> it's safe. I mean, you... the. I'm not going to go through the whole rant again, because if you've listened to this episode, you probably heard my first three, but you've seen in the news lately, oh, Tesla's full self-driving is big recall. It's not safe. It's safe. The update was sent so people will pay attention while they're behind the wheel. Just because the car can drive itself doesn't mean you shouldn't pay attention. And Tesla knows that. That's why they're issuing this software update. There's no recall. The recall is if you take a car to a dealership to fix some kind of mechanical part. That's not what this is. It's a software update, which you're just going to get if you have Wi-Fi connected to your car sitting in your driveway. So anyway, my friend, thank you for checking this episode up. I'm going to try to keep these all at 10 minutes or less, so I'm going to wrap up and, and I'm rambling. I'll see you next time on the next episode of Tales of a Tesla in Tampa.